Welcome back everyone to another edition of Kickoff here on Unite Radio. But once again, if you want your chance on national radio, all you need to do is to go onto my Instagram, which is jackjimjam.official. Go onto the website link, fill out the form, or simply go ahead and send me a DM. England's captain, Harry Kane, has chosen World Mental Health Day to launch the Harry Kane Foundation, aiming to transform a generation thinking about mental health. Harry Kane will wear a One Love armband at the World Cup in Qatar, even if it's prohibited by the FA. Cristiano Ronaldo registered his 700th goal as Manchester United came from behind to win 2-1 against Everton. Steve Bruce has been sacked as West Brom head coach following a run of just one win in their opening 13 championship matches this season. Roy Keane has distanced himself away from the vacant managerial role at West Bromwich Albion, despite admitting he has an urge to get back into coaching. Atletico Madrid have re-signed Antoine Griezmann from Barcelona on a permanent deal. The 31-year-old has scored 144 goals in 304 matches and contributed to over 59 assists to his two spells at the club to come as their fourth highest goal scorer. Nottingham Forest move off the bottom of the Premier League table with a hard-fought 1-1 draw against Aston Villa at the City ground. Middlesbrough have held talks with former Manchester United player and interim boss Michael Carrick on Tuesday over their vacant managerial role. Shakhtar Donetsk were denied a memorable win over Real Madrid as Rudiger scored a stoppage time equaliser in their Champions League Group F match in Warsaw. Celtic's hopes of a Champions League progression are over as they once again wasted chances before losing to RB Leipzig. Portland Thorns and Timbers CEO Merritt Paulson has announced his stepping down from his role in the wake of a Yates report that uncovered abuse from the NWSL club. Manchester City rested Erling Haaland, missed a penalty and had Sergio Gomez sent off in a frustrating VAR-dominated goalless draw in Copenhagen. Wigan secured their first home win of the season as Nathan Broadhead's goal steered them to a 1-0 victory over Blackburn. Wales suffered World Cup playoff heartbreak as Switzerland ended their final dreams with a last gasp 2-1 extra time victory in Zurich. Amber Barrett's second half goal was a difference as the Republic of Ireland beat Scotland 1-0 to reach the Women's World Cup for the first time in their history. England were held to a 0-0 draw by Czech Republic, bringing to an end a 15-match winning run and leaving Serena Wegman to reflect on a good learning moment. Chelsea secured a 2-0 vital win over AC Milan at the San Siro, thanks to goals from Jorginho and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang after Tomori's red card. Paris Saint-Germain are adamant there is a zero chance of Kylian Mbappe leaving in January and have denied reports they created fake social media accounts to attack him. Defender Rob Atkinson was Bristol City's unlikely two-goal hero in a 2-1 Skybet Championship match over Preston at Ashton Gate. Mohamed Salah scored the fastest ever Champions League hat-trick as Liverpool turned it on as they were second half to thrash Rangers 7-1 and eliminate the hosts. Tottenham nervously held on for a 3-2 home win over 10-man Frankfurt to go top of the Champions League Group D thanks to Huminson's double. Robert Lewandowski scored a last gasp equaliser to keep Barcelona in the Champions League following a thrilling 3-3 draw at home to Inter Milan. Qatar's World Cup chief has told English and Welsh FAs to focus on their own teams rather than demanding compensation of migrant workers. Women's manager Chelsea, Emma Hayes, says she will need time to recover and patience to return to full health, undergoing an emergency operation. Dan Ainsworth's dream to see Newcastle challenge at the top of the Premier League, but admits the level of spending since January cannot continue at the same rate. Josh Carvalho, Australia's first active male pro footballer to come out as gay, says LGBTQ plus safety needs to be considered before FIFA awards hosting rights to the places like Qatar. Bakayo Saka's fluke goal maintained Arsenal's 100% record in the Europa League this season in the group stage with a 1-0 win over Bludo Glimt. Scottish football European struggles continued as Hearts suffered a 5-1 defeat by Florentina in Italy. West Ham made it four wins out of four to qualify for the Europa Conference League knockout stages as Jared Bowen starred in a 2-1 win over Anderlecht. Scott McTominay struck deep in stoppage time to help Manchester United keep their hopes alive of winning the Europa League with a 1-0 late win over Emilio Noskia. 
Real Sociedad continued to hold on Manchester United for Group E's top spot, while Michi Batshuayi powered Fenerbahce into victory in Group B with a late penalty. Four police officers were injured, with two needing hospital treatment after crowds troubled erupted during West Ham's win over Anderlecht. Derby County's Kyra Rye says there is a lot more work that needs to be done to make elite girls and women football a level playing field for everyone. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp called Manchester City's Erling Haaland the best striker in the world at the moment and believes he has found the perfect fit at his new club. Graham Potter has revealed Rhys James has seen a specialist last weekend admit reports that the knee injury he suffered on Tuesday will rule him out for the World Cup. And Phil Foden has signed a contract extension with Manchester City until 2027 and the club are confident that he can become one of the best players in the world. Ivan Toni strengthened his cause in conclusion for England's World Cup squad with two goals as Brentford returned to winning ways with a 2-0 victory over Brighton. But unfortunately, Brentford striker Ivan Toni has been contacted by police after he was racially abused on social media following Friday's 2-0 victory over Brighton. The company who own Instagram, Meta, has said that they cannot take action against the account that was racist. Luton ended their long wait for a victory over Queen's Park Rangers as they halted the visitors' five-game unbeaten run with a 3-0 victory at Clearnoth Road. Leicester missed the chances to climb out of the relegation zone as a 0-0 draw with Crystal Palace left them with just one win from the opening 10 Premier League games. Georgie Kelly came off the bench to seal a 2-1 victory for Rotherham against Huddersfield, the victory of Matt Taylor's tenure as Miller's manager. Jose Sarr grabbed the headlines as he saved the penalty from Johnson, earning them a 1-0 home victory over Nottingham Forest after Ruben Neves scored from the spot. Sheffield United earn a late 3-3 draw against Blackpool amid flurry of red cards at Bramall Lane. Burnley win 4-0 against Swansea in the Skybet Championship. James Forrest's hat-trick took him to 100 goals in a Celtic shirt as the league leaders recovered from the Champions League woes by beating Hibs 6 goals to 1 at Celtic Park. And Watford returned to winning ways under Slaven Bilic as they beat Norwich 2-1 in the Skybet Championship on Saturday night. Two expertly taken goals from Will Smallbone and Therese Campbell inside eight second-half minutes propelled Stoke to a wholly deserved 2-0 victory at Preston. Managerless Middlesbrough dropped into the championship relegation zone as their problems continued to mount with a 2-1 home defeat to Blackburn. Coventry ended a run of nine away defeats in the championship as they notched at their only second win of the season thanks to a first-half goal from Victor Groykes. Jay Rodriguez struck twice as Burnley dispatched 10-man Swansea 4-0 to set up their championship promotion push. Managerless West Brom defeated Reading two goals to nil to end their eighth match run without a championship victory. Oliver Norwood scored a 98th minute equaliser as Sheffield United drew with Blackpool in a six-goal thriller with four red cards and a late missed penalty. Harry Kane marked his 400th Tottenham appearance with a penalty in a 2-0 win over Everton, lifting Spurs within a point of Premier League leaders Arsenal. Mark Tillman's sensational solo goal helped Ragers beat Motherwell two goals to one at Fir Park. Ella Toon's two goals and assist powered Manchester United past Brighton 4-0 to extend their perfect start to a women's Super League season. Bakayo Saka continued his fine form to keep Arsenal on top of the Premier League with a 1-0 win at Leeds, but the visitors were unlucky to escape with a victory. Mason Mount capitalised on the mistakes from Tyrone Mings and Martinez to give Chelsea a 2-0 win over helpless Aston Villa. Marcus Rashford and Fred missed two late chances at Old Trafford as Newcastle held on for a goalish draw. Declan Rice ended his Premier League goal drought in style as West Ham played out an entertaining 1-1 draw at St Mary's. The tools were out for Hull City's groundsmen on Sunday, with goals found to be too big ahead of their game against Birmingham City, delaying the kickoff by 20 minutes. Karim Benzema, and Valverde and Rodrigo were all on target as dominant Real Madrid beat Barcelona 3-1 in an emphatic 3-1 El Clasico win on Sunday, moving them top of La Liga. Luis Lopez was the star attraction as Aberdeen beat Hearts 2-0 to move up to fourth in the Scottish Premiership, while Birmingham beat managerless Hull by two goals to nil in the Skybet Championship game that was delayed by 20 minutes. 
Mohamed Salah's sensational goal sealed a 1-0 victory for Liverpool over Manchester City in a pulsating encounter at Anfield, which also saw Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp be sent off. Kepa Arisa Balaga makes seven saves to frustrate Aston Villa in Chelsea's 2-0 win as the pressure mounted on Steven Gerrard. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola criticised the decisions to disallow Phil Foden's goal in their 1-0 defeat at Liverpool, claiming this is Anfield. Pep Guardiola has also confirmed coins were thrown at him from the crowd during Manchester City's defeat at Anfield, while the Reds condoned vile chants from the away end. Cristiano Ronaldo was fuming after the Portugal forward thought he had opened the scoring against Newcastle, stealing the ball from Nick Pope after he thought Newcastle had taken the free kick. That's half of the weekly update. After the break, we'll continue to look at the more recent news in the sport. But here's I Ain't Worried by One Republic. I don't know what you've been told But time is running out, no need to take a slow I'm stepping to your toe to toe I should be scared, honey, maybe so But I ain't worried about that is by one republic but let's continue with the weekly update a few amazing games in the women's super league which saw title holders chelsea continue a dominant way with a 1-3 victory to everton joint bottom of the league leicester lose to manchester city by four goals to nil seeing a brace from Shaw. tottenham edge past liverpool at home with neve farley's own goal to the winners dominated in all aspects which even saw both teams Complete 400 passes. It was made three wins in three for the Red Devils, beating Brighton comfortably by four goals. Elitung's double secured all three points. Rangers ensured their 100% start to the season with a 1-0 victory over Hibernian. While Celtic, Glasgow City, Patrick Thistle, Hearts also won. Leicester City moved off the bottom of the Premier League table with a 2-0 win over Leeds United that put the spotlight on Jesse Marsh and his out-of-form side. Harrison Reed, Alexander Mitrovic and Tyrone Mings' own goal saw Fulham romp up to a 3-0 victory over Aston Villa, which saw Steven Gerrard sacked after 90 minutes after full-time. Former Rangers striker Kenny Miller believes that Ibrox's side's poor performances are due to a lack of confidence rather than the manager's tactics. Mason Greenwood has appeared in court after being charged with attempted rape, controlling and coercive behaviour and assault, and he was denied bail. Barcelona midfielder Alexia Postales has won the women's Ballon d'Or for 2022. 
Carlton Morris on life lessons learned before joining Luton. Chess-like preparation at Kinoth Road and working with inspiring manager like Nathan Jones. Non-league side South Shields managed by Sunderland legend Kevin Phillips have been drawn at home to League One's Forest Green in the FA Cup first round. Karen Benzema has won the Ballon d'Or for 2022 after we've seen dominance from the two GOATs, Messi and Ronaldo, in the last few years. A teenager who accused Benjamin Mendy of raping her asked for Jack Grealish's phone number hours after she claims the assault took place, a court has heard. Ten-man Portsmouth endured a night to forget in south-east London as Charlton maintained their unbeaten home record for this season with a 3-0 impressive victory. Brentford will sport a heart-shaped QR code on their shirts against Chelsea to raise awareness about learning restriction skills. Neymar has attended court in Spain on day two for trialled alleged irregularities involving his transfer from Santos to Barcelona in 2013. Chelsea head coach Graham Potter cannot understand why there's mixed feelings about Mason Mount. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has been charged by the Football Association following his red card in Sunday's 1-0 win over Manchester City at Anfield. The Celtic manager is confident that the upcoming World Cup will not have an adverse effect on Celtic's season so far. While the Rangers manager believes the Champions League is the place to be for Rangers despite the difficulty of this season's campaign. The new Brighton manager deserves winless at Brighton as he slipped to a 0-0 draw with Nottingham Forest at the Amex Stadium. Swansea produced a remarkable turnaround to beat Reading 3-2, a leapfrog them into the Skybet Championship table. Blackburn went top of the Skybet Championship this week as Ben Brenton Diaz's stunning goal on his 100th Rovers start helped them to secure a 2-0 victory over Sunderland. Ollie Rathbone scored his winner to earn Rotherham a 1-0 victory over Stoke at the Bet365 Stadium. While Carlton Morris came back to haunt his former club Norwich as Luton recorded a hard-fought 1-0 win at Carrow Road to move up to fourth in the league table. Kilmarnock booked their place in the Premier Sports Cup semi-final with a hard-fought 2-1 victory over Dundee United. Stonewall is calling on fans to keep up the fight for LGBTQ plus inclusion in the sport as it launches the award-winning Rainbow Latest campaign for the ninth year. New figures show more than two-thirds of the footballing community expects children to be prevented from participating in activities over the next six months due to things such as the cost of living crisis. Brentford ended Chelsea's winning start under new coach Graham Potter as they were held by their West London rivals at a goalless draw at the GTEC Community Stadium. Darwin Nunez scored his first Anfield goal against West Ham as Jared Bowen missed from the penalty spot to get Liverpool a 1-0 victory at home. Miguel Almiron has scored a stunning first-half goal to extend Newcastle's unbeaten run to six matches with a 1-0 victory at St James's Park. Burnley missed the chance to regain top spot in the Skybet Championship after they were held to a 1-1 draw by a resolute Birmingham at St Andrews. Tom Bradshaw's stunning first-half hat-trick powered Millwall into a 3-0 victory over Walford Watford at the Den. And informed striker Lyndon Dykes scored twice as Queen's Park Rangers beat 10-man Cardiff 3-0 amidst speculations over the future of the manager. Martin Waghorn scored his first Coventry goal for over a year as the Sky Blues moved off the bottom of the Skybet Championship with a 1-0 win over Sheffield United. Hull leapfrogged opponents Blackpool in the Skybet Championship table thanks to an impressive 3-1 away victory. Burnley were held 1-1 at Birmingham as they missed the chance to go top of the league. Queen's Park Rangers hit the summit after a 3-0 win over Cardiff. Stefan Davis' early goal proved crucial as Rangers struggled past Dundee to book their place in the semi-finals of the Premier Sports Cup after a 1-0 win. Aberdeen eased past their way into the semi-finals of the Premier Sports Cup with a comprehensive 4-1 victory over the championship leaders Patrick Thistle. Captain Magda Eriksson says there is belief in the camp that Chelsea can reach the second Women's Champions League final. QPR head coach Mick Bale says he turned down an approach from Wolverhampton Wanderers about their managerial role because it just wasn't the right moment. 
The Scottish FA has banned Carl Lafferty for 10 matches after the striker was found guilty of using Ceterin language. Aberdeen chairman Dave Cormack hopes talks with the city's leaders will see the Dons move into a new eco-friendly ground which could inject a billion into the area. Manchester United revealed that Cristiano Ronaldo will not be a part of their squad for last Saturday's game against Chelsea following his awkward walking off. The current Wolves interim boss Steve Davis will remain at Wolves until 2023 and Chelsea made a positive start to their 2022-2023 Women's Champions League campaign with a 1-0 win over last season's semi-finalists PSG. Someone in the Sky Sports News reporting department has sent a letter to ban Iran from the 2022-23 World Cup in, in Qatar this year, kicking out Iran due to the women in the Islamic State. Sunderland winger Jack Clark is the Skybet Championship's Goal of the Month winner for September. And Nottingham Forest move off the bottom of the Premier League table with a shocking 1-0 win over Liverpool, thanks to Tyle Antawai's goal in the early second half. Ian Barkle has been sacked as the manager of Northern Ireland after narrowly avoiding relegation to the bottom tier of the Nations League. South Yorkshire Police are investigating an allegation of online racial abuse aimed at Sheffield United striker Rian Brewster and Martin Ball's penalty box dive sparked Scottish football's first noticeable VAR check as St Johnston came from behind to beat 10-man Hibbahan two goals to one at Easter Road. Everton Hag says he does not expect or want Cristiano Ronaldo to leave Manchester United during the January transfer window. And Shaw's ruthless double with a signature Lauren Hemp strike and Manchester City a convincing 3-0 win over Tottenham Hotspur. Scottish football witnessed a major VAR controversy in the system's second game in use as Celtic beat Hearts 4-3 in a thriller at Tyne Castle. Blackpool stunned the championship's meanest defence with a four-goal show to beat Preston 4-2 in a firecracker Lancaster derby at Bloomfield Road. Everton ended a run of three straight defeats in the league with an impressive 3-0 victory against Crystal Palace at Goodison Park, whilst Erling Haaland and Kevin De Bruyne inspired Manchester City to a 3-1 win against Brighton in the Premier League, although they were given a scare by the Seagulls. Queen's Park Rangers beat Wigan 2-1 to stay top of the championship. Blackburn beat Birmingham 2-1 to remain second and Burnley wrestled back to win 4-2 at Sunderland to stay third. Boyan Mishovic and Luis Lopez were on target as Aberdeen recorded a first win over Motherwell in five games. Substitute Alex Greaves scored late to win as St Mirren defeated Dundee 2-1 in an entertaining encounter at the SMISA Stadium. Timu Puki spurned the chances to score and earned Norwich City a victory to complete his hat-trick as a poor penalty ensured Sheffield United took a share of the spoils in a 2-2 draw. Reading ended a run of three successive championship defeats with a hard-earned 2-0 victory over Bristol City at the SCL Stadium. Only a few months ago it was summer, it was hot and it was lovely and the vibe was amazing. The vibe is still here on Unite Radio, so let's have a bit of a rewind to a summer song. Here is Stay the Night by Sagala.
Hull made it back-to-back -back wins under their interim boss, Andy Dawson, a resounding 4-2 championship victory at Rotherham. Coventry City's revival continued as they secured a third successive victory with a win 2-0 over Stoke City. Queen's Park Rangers remained top of the Skybet Championship after a 2-1 win over Wigan at Loftus Road to cap a perfect week off for the West London Club. Tyler Burry struck a 90th minute winner as Millwall made it 4-4 four four in a row to secure a win. Kind of from behind to defeat West Bromwich Albion, two goals to one at the Den. Burnley staged an incredible second half comeback within three goals inside 19 minutes to beat Sunderland 4-2 at the Stadium of Light. Teenager Adam Wharton's first senior goal helped high-flying Blackburn to battling 2-1 win over Birmingham. Lucy Graham's goal was a difference for Everton, who returned to winning ways after beating Aston Villa 1-0 in the Women's Super League. Gary Neville says Manchester United should soon end the relationship with Ronaldo, but Roy Keane reckons the players have done worse things. Casemiro secured a point for Manchester United in stoppage time to make the score 1-1 between Eric Ten Hag and Graham Potter's sides. Callum Robertson is sent off for Cardiff after just seven minutes into his South Wales derby against Swansea. Arsenal returned to the top of the Women's Super League after beating Liverpool 2-0 at Prenton Park, a record equalising 12th straight league victories. Swansea maintained their South Wales derby dominance as a 2-0 victory over 10-man Cardiff steered them into top four of the championship. Watford claimed local bragging rights with a 4-0 dismantling of near neighbours Luton in the championship. Inside three minutes, Davies opened the scoring then the job finished off with goals from Akong, Joao Pedro, Ismail Assar and a red card for Luton to seal off their embarrassment. Granite Xhaka continues his fine form after getting on the end of a Ben White cross. Leicester City have back-to-back -back wins for the first time this season. This time at the hand of Wolverhampton Wanderers with a 4-0 win. Three Englishmen have scored and are impressing Gareth Southgate possibly for the World Cup. Jamie Vardy, Harvey Barnes and their so-called talisman. James Madison has scored again. Another 4-0 win in the Premier League. This time it was for managerless Aston Villa. Inside two minutes, a strike from Leon Bailey, who's still trying to find his feet since joining the club last summer. A brace from Danny Ings and a goal from Watkins. But the Bees are struggling. Arsenal won, Southampton won. Still on fire, but a slip-up, which could have seen the Gunners four points clear at the top of the table. But instead, they're only two against Manchester City. Jesse Marsh could be in trouble with another poor display and defeat at home to Fulham, who came back from a Rodrigo goal in the opening 20 minutes, but Mitrovic has scored once again. After the break, we're going to be talking about the World Cup. The men's and the women's World Cup had a very interesting story from 2018. You have to wait though, because it's now September song. Our hearts had never been broken. We were so innocent, darling. We used to talk till the morning. You and I We had that mixtape on every weekend Had it repeating Had it repeating You were my September song Summer lasted too long Time was so slowly When you were only 15 You were my September song Tell me Facing the strangest of places Down on the underground station Passing by I get a mad sense of danger Feel like my heart couldn't take it Cause if we met we'd be strangers You and I Still I play that mixtape every weekend Got it repeating Got it repeating You were my September
Women's World Cup 2023 draw. England to face Denmark and China, while Republic of Ireland in a group with Australia. The winner of Group B playoff, Senegal, Haiti or Chile will compete in England's group. World Cup debutants Republic of Ireland will face hosts Australia, Nigeria and Canada in Group B. The Women's World Cup will be played between 20th of July and the 20th of August in Australia and New Zealand. There is meant to be nine host cities. With the World Cup less than 30 days away, fans and players are eager to hear what names will be representing their country in the 32 nations that are going to Qatar. Russia, 2018, a time where everyone once again, just like they do every four years, family, friends and even strangers come together to cheer on their idols and representatives. Flags and banners hang from houses, windows and cars with flags on most, but most importantly, a sign of togetherness. France were the winners, but every country won in their own way. France, England, Portugal, Germany, Serbia, Poland, Spain, Belgium, Iceland, all topping their qualifying campaign in groups for the Russia World Cup in 2018. But for me, Croatia really stood out in the World Cup, and this is how it happened. The opening game was against Nigeria. Croatia 2, Nigeria 0. Group D, Kaliningrad, June 2016. Croatia kicked off what could have been a daunting Group D campaign with a three points against a lacklustre Nigeria. A first-half own goal from Agul Ebutu set them on their way and left captain Luka Modric sealing the victory from the penalty spot with 19 minutes to go. Argentina nil, Croatia 3. Group D, Nishni Novograd, June the 21st. The quality of Zlakot Dalek's side shone through an ultimately comfortable win over two-time world champions that saw Rebic, Modric and Ivan Rakitic find the back of the net. Rebic took advantage of Willy Caballero's error to volley home the opener before Modric scored his second of the tournament with a brilliant effort 10 minutes from time. Rakitic added a late third as Croatia secured their place in the last 16. This meant that Croatia were either 100% going through or very, very likely to go through. As they carried on their winning form though, Iceland 1, Croatia 2, Group D, Rost of Don, June the 26th. Another solid performance from what was a much-changed Croatia saw them top the group with a 100% record. Milan Bajili, 53rd minute goal was cancelled out by Gilfrey Sigurdsson's penalty, but substitute Ivan Perisic struck in the 90th minute to kill off any chance of Iceland progressing. The last 16 we now go into. Croatia 1, Denmark 1, Croatia won 3-2 on penalties. The last 16 we return to Nishni Novograd on the 1st of July. Denmark got off to a flying start with Matthias Jordan's netting in the first minute, but Mario Mandzukic levelled soon after. Neither side could find another breakthrough. Modric missing a penalty deep into extra time as the match went into spot kicks. And it was Croatia who emerged victorious with the goalkeeper saving from Christian Eriksen. Lass Schon and Nikolaj Jordanson put the sides through to the quarterfinals for the first time in 20 years. They've now made history and they're in the quarterfinals against the hosts Russia. Russia 2, Croatia 2. Croatia won 4-3 on penalties, quarterfinals in Sochi. Six days later, July the 7th. Another tense occasion that saw Croatia prevail after extra time and penalties. Denis Brilliance's strike for Russia was cancelled out by Kramovic's goal during the 90 minutes before a dramatic Mario Fernandez's header saw Russia level at 2-2. During extra time, Vida had nodded Croatia in front. Another Serbic save from Fedor Smolov and a miss from Fernandez during the shootout. The hosts knocked out and Croatia progressed to their only second World Cup semi-final. Which is where we get to the sad stuff for the people of England. Croatia 2, England 1. After extra time, semi-finals in Moscow. In the capital of Russia. The world watching July the 11th. Mandzukic was the hero for Croatia as he turned in Rakitic's header in extra time to set up the final against France. Once again, they found themselves behind as Kieran Trippier's fifth-minute free kick had put England ahead. Croatia proved to be the better side as the game wore 
and scored a deserved equaliser through Perisic, with Mandzukic then hitting the post before the decisive strike. A fairy tale journey for Croatia, who made that year the final, brushing the fairy tale aside. The big teams that they beat to get to the competition are having to face the likes of France and beating them in a World Cup final would of course be a difficult ask. France, as we know, beat them 4-2, but the game was always on edge. Mandzukic made the game look even more challenging for both sides when he scored in the final 20 minutes to play. Today I'm speaking about Croatia. As we know, every World Cup, there is always going to be a team which doesn't make it in 2018. It was Italy, and in 2022, it's Italy again. We also have a dark horse who are expected to be knocked out early, but make it further than more than one big side, the likes of England or France. Afghan champion Senegal, a really a good team. They're not to go under the radar. They have the likes of Bayern Munich star Sadio Mane, world-class centre-back Koulibaly, Champions League winner Mendy, and other highly-rated players such as Saar, Adrisa Gay, and Diallo. Talisman Sadio Mane scored the decisive penalty to win Afcon versus former teammate Mohamed Salah, a trophy in which the players brought to their people for the first time in the club's sporting footballing history. Canada a young upcoming team who have good prospects like 21-year-old Champions League winner Alfonso Davies and Lille striker Jonathan David. Leeds manager, maybe not for long, but Jesse Marsh has spoken out after his 3-2 defeat at home by Fulham. Marsh has said, I love Leeds and I'm here for the long term. Hugo Lloris' error costs Spurs as Newcastle steal a statement win. Newcastle's revolution under Eddie Howe gathered pace as first half goals from Callum Wilson and Almiron once again landed a statement with a 2-1 win at Tottenham. Frustrated Arteta after this draw. We need more courage. And also, defending champion Celtic are out of the Sky Sports Cup after, after a defeat to Spartans on penalties. While Rangers, Glasgow City and Hibburn all progress to the semi-finals. After the break, we're going to be continuing our World Cup talks. But before we do... His September by Earth, Wind and Fire.
less than 30 days away, the World Cup will kick off. And I'm going to be talking about the World Cup right now. We're going to be going through all the groups and I'm going to be giving you the best players that you should be watching out for for each team. So let's start off with Group A, Qatar. They've got a player called Akrim Afi. He was a 2019 Player of the Year. He's a left winger, scored one goal in six games and he's 25 years old. Ecuador, they've got a guy called Castillo. He's a right back, 17 games, one goal, two assists and is playing in the Mexico's top division. Senegal, you've got Bayern Munich star Sadio Mane. 10 matches, 5 goals, and he's 30 years old. Maybe his last World Cup, who knows. Netherlands now, youngster in Frankie Dion. 8 games, 1 goal, and he's only 25 years old. He's only just getting started. Group B consists of England, who have Bakayo Saka, who's probably the best player and the most informed player for the country. He's played 10 games this season, scoring 4 goals, and most recently got Player of the Year for this, for this year. Iran have got a player called Tarami, Mehdi Tarami. Nine goals, sorry, nine games, five goals. And he's done well in the Champions League, scoring two in three games. The USA, unfortunately for you guys, no one stands out. So unfortunately, I'm going to go with the boring Christian Pulisic, or also known as the LeBron James of soccer. He's played eight games and only scored one goal this season. So a bit poor from him. Wales to find a lot to cancel off Group B. Have a guy called Ben Cabago, if I've pronounced it correctly. He plays for Swansea, 11 games, 1 goal, and he's a very good centre-back. Now moving on to Group C. No surprises to see Argentina having Messi as their ones to watch. Firstly, he is having his World Cup in Qatar. Last World Cup. 10 games, 5 goals, and 7 assists. Saudi Arabia have got a player called Salam Adawarasi. No goals so far this season but the best player for their country in the last few years. Mexico, we all know who it's going to be, Raul Jimenez. No one really sticks out, and unfortunately he's got no goals in three Premier League games, but he's the talisman for their country. For Poland, who are you going to say? Lewandowski, absolutely correct. Nine games, nine goals and three assists. They're early brought Haaland's numbers. They're on different levels. No surprise to see him being the one to watch for that team, for that country. Group D. Recent Ballon d'Or winner, Karen Benzema. Six games and four goals. Should see him progress maybe to another Champions League final for Real Madrid, but maybe a World Cup win? Who knows? Australia, ex-Brighton keeper Matthew Ryan. Good Premier League experience. Denmark, we've got Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Ten games and three goals. 28 years old. Solid, solid central defensive midfielder. For Tunisia, I didn't really know a lot about Tunisia. they got a guy called... Kahazari, nine games, two goals, one assist, and he's a cam. Now moving on to Group E. Spain, we've got Pedri, nine games and two goals. Don't really watch a lot of La Liga. Probably should do, but I've heard a lot about Pedri. Costa Rica, you've got Kaylor Navas. He's a top keeper, ageing, but the quality is definitely there. For Germany, Rudiger, nine games, one goal. He is in the race for the Ballon d'Or. Well, he was in the race for the Ballon d'Or. So that's why he's going to be the star man for Germany this year. For Japan, you've got a guy called Kamada. He just won the Europa League last season with Eintracht Frankfurt. Nine games and six goals. And he's not a striker. He's a cam. He's definitely one to look out for. The last group, the second to last group, Group F, you've got Belgium. You've got KDB, who I've picked to go on to the ones to watch list. He's got ten games this season for Manchester City. One goal and nine assists. Probably all for Erling Braut Haaland. Canada, Jonathan David. He plays for Lille. 11 games and 9 goals. Amazing stats for him. Morocco, you've got Atraf Hakimi. 11 games, 2 goals and 1 assist. Unfortunately for him, I would like to see him get more assists or goals considering he is playing in one of the most easier leagues in the world for a top team like PSG. For Croatia, who we spoke about earlier, Kramovic is still up there. 9 games, 3 goals and 2 assists. Now... Group G, you've got Brazil. Neymar, 11 games, 9 goals and 7 assists. For Serbia, you've got Mitrovic, who's 9 games, 7 goals. His best form ever in the Premier League when he's played for Fulham and Newcastle. And he's just managed his best form for the upcoming World Cup. For Switzerland, you've got Emblo, 11 games, 5 goals and 2 assists. He's Cam and he plays in Germany, which is a decent division. Cameroon, you've got Agisa, solid uh, centre mid, sorry. Four games, one goal in the Champions League. And now the final group. You've got Group H. You've got Portugal. Bernardo Silva. Manchester City are in amazing form. Haaland's up there with the best player in the world currently. 
Silva's played 10 games, 2 goals and 4 assists. Unfortunately for Portugal, they haven't got a lot of good players that are in good form. Obviously, you've got Ronaldo. Attitude's not good. Hasn't been playing a lot. You haven't got a lot of key players doing too well. I think Jose Sol will go to the World Cup. But for me, Silva sticks out. Garner, you've got Kudas. He scored a stunning goal versus Liverpool at Anfield. He's played 10 games and got 5 goals in the central centre of the park. For Uruguay. Now, this is going to be a bit of a controversial one. I've gone for Darwin Nunez. He showed his quality in the 11 games, scoring two goals, sorry, four goals and getting two assists. This is decent for a young striker new to the Premier League or new to English football. I think he's going to do well in the World Cup if the team around him plays well. You'd certainly think that they're going to come second in the group behind Portugal. South Korea, though, human son, the captain, 10 games, three goals, two assists. Not the best form that he's been in for Tottenham, but he always shows for his country and always gives everything for his club as well. Now we're going to be rounding off the World Cup talk. I hope you've enjoyed this section. Hopefully we'll do a bit more next week with more news a week in advance. A week closer to the World Cup in Qatar. It won't be long until players like Harry Kane and the likes of Sergio Ramos are packing their bags to go to Qatar. It's not long away now. To round off the episode today, I'm going to be telling you that you're going to have your chance on national radio, airing to the nation. If you want your chance to do so, all you've got to do is to go into my Instagram link, which is jackjimjam.official. Go ahead and click on the website link, fill out the form, or simply go ahead and send me a DM. And you can have your chance on national radio. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, everybody. I'll be seeing you next week. But before I go, make sure you follow me on Spotify. Kick off with Jamie McCready. All my episodes go up there from the first ones, even a few episodes before I started coming on the radio. And now, we're going to be ending the episode with two songs. But before we do, here's one song, Waiting for Love. See you all next week. Well, there's a will, there's a week, kind of beautiful. And every night has a state so magical. And if there's love in this life, there's no obstacle that can't be defeated. For every tyrant to tear for the vulnerable In every loss all the bones of a miracle For every dreamer a dream we're unstoppable With something to believe in Monday left me broken Tuesday I was through with hoping Wednesday my empty arms were open Thursday waiting for love Waiting for love Thank the stars It's Friday I'm burning like a fire Gone wild on Saturday Guess I won't be coming to church On Sunday I'll be waiting for love Waiting for love To come around
top of the cycle So left but she's right though At night she's screaming I'm my, 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 my mind She'll make you curse But see your blessing She'll rip your shirt Free. Cause anytime you whine and 
catch it, this selector pull it up and put it for repeat, girl. Me not touch a dollar in my pocket, cause nothing in this world ain't more than what you worth. I don't need no one. You worth more than diamond, more than gold. As long as I can feel the beat, make the beat just take control. Get out of control Baby, I don't need 